Welcome to this episode of the Fit Mind Project. And today's special guest is the founder of Coaching with Christy. She's a life coach, an occupational therapist with over 10 years experience of working with people from all walks of life with mental health. She's super passionate about people living their lives through full potential, through teaching the power of mindset and confidence. Do you ever have that thought, I just can't be bothered to do what I need to do and feel like all your motivation has just left the building? Well, it's your lucky day because today Christy's all about motivation. Why is motivation so hard right now? So let's get this show on the road. Guys, welcome to this very special Facebook Live with a very special guest. Good friend. Very special. Very knowledgeable lady. Yeah, exactly. And it's a lady that's <laughs> going to get your bum off that chair to get you motivated <gasps> to do what Mr. you do. Mr. Motivator. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, today we are joined to our right by the very beautiful Christy Alkin from Coaching with Christy. Um, I'm going to hand over to her in just a few seconds. We've known you for about, it's coming up for two years now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because Baz and I joined CrossFit Great Stour, and that's where we met Christy. She's basically one of the athletes in the box, and her story alone on you know her journey has been pretty damn awesome. I remember our first time, we was like, who's that fit bird over there? Look at she's lifting, look at what she's squatting, look what she's doing. <laughs> so, that's funny, because it used to be, who's that fat bird back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. How things move forward, eh? <laughs> and um, guys, today we're so lucky because Christy will explain in a second, but she's actually an occupational therapist. So we we always bring you guys the very best guests, okay? Um, and we're going to be talking all about motivation today because we know it's something that is just really difficult to get at the moment. All right, guys. So I'm going to just share away some in some groups, but um, Christy, over to you. Introduce us. Tell us who you are and maybe your favourite ice cream. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so many to choose from. Well, thank you so much for having me, guys. I really, really appreciate it. It's so great to finally collaborate with you because you two are, like I said in my piece the other day, infectious with your energy. And that itself is so fun and motivating for me. Um, but yeah, so my name's Christy. I am an occupational therapist by background, just moved into life coaching and have founded Coaching with Christy. Um, I've got 10 years experience of working with people in mental health fields in different settings, um, ranging from residential to community. So I've worked with lots of different people from all different backgrounds, which has been really eye-opening for me on my personal and professional journey. Um, and I decided to move into life coaching because I think that helping people is probably one of the most obvious core values that I have. Um, and I actually really enjoy it and it doesn't feel like work to me. And I really like seeing people succeed. So I think for now, with everything that's going on, I think it's a really important time to share our skills and collaborate where we can. So I'm really excited today to kind of bring what I know to you guys and to your audience. I know. It's going to be awesome. I already know it. So, um, <laughs> so your, your experience has been not just personal, but also um, professional as well in motivation. 
Yeah, so personally, I, I've had my own kind of body image issues. I've had my own fitness and health issues. I, I grew up as a kid who loved sport. I was in every team sport going, renowned for being the kind of tomboy and throwing myself everything. And then went to university and discovered alcohol and poor eating, poor sleeping and watched kind of all my fitness and health goals go out the window and realized just quite how uneducated I was around it all really until I went to a gym induction and couldn't even complete the induction and the instructor sat me down and said you do know you're obese and it was mortifying it's not like it wasn't obvious but I just hadn't ever thought of myself as an obese person until someone had said that to me mm. which kind of kick-started me into a bit of a journey of looking at, at my health in a personal way mm. and then professionally working as an occupational therapist you start to kind of understand people's different education levels understanding motivation towards health and fitness and combined with all of that I kind of took it upon myself to really get a grip of myself so that's where I ended up joining CrossFit oh, I love it and then we are that. where we are mm. we are where we are <laughs> so let's get straight <laughs> into this then motivation I mean we've just we've been hit with something so big recently that literally everybody has been affected and yeah. you know we we did a little poll on our instagrams didn't we and we were like what mm. do you want to hear about motivation or kind of safe spaces where you can go in your home and everyone was like yeah. motivation to exercise yeah. definitely but yeah. i think and we were chatting the most natural place to start is what is motivation because i think if we can understand it better then mm. and, you know use that so what what do you think motivation is so professionally i'd say that it's kind of a reason or reasons for acting or behaving in a particular way i think motivation is about what compels you to do something um i think on a personal level i think motivation for me i have built up over the years on a value base thing. And when you look at that in terms of occupational therapy, there's also core values around having meaning behind occupation. So there should be meaning behind what you do. Yeah, yeah. So if you're feeling at the minute demotivated or if you're feeling that your motivation has escaped you, is it because you've lost meaning in what you're doing and actually now you are reevaluating that because our usual routines are now out of the window. So this is actually giving you pause and reflection time to look at things a bit differently, perhaps. Yeah. I, I don't know. I love that about meaning because hmm. it's like a lot of people who want to lose weight or want to they go, go to the gym, they have a reason to do that, don't they? Yeah. And it's almost like we've now got a bigger reason that we need to focus on. So I wonder if it's that we've now got this bigger thing that here and that we feel like, oh my gosh, that needs our attention. But we know this also needs our attention. But this is taken. And we only have so much willpower, right? We only have so much before you use it up and then you feel exhausted. So, you know, let's have a think about why at the minute we're all feeling a bit demotivated, a bit fatigued. And naturally that is because our brains are rubbish at processing the level of information that is, is coming through at the minute yeah. i mean it's constant it's everywhere on social media it's everyone you talk to strangers family how are you doing how are you holding up yeah. then you've got the news you've got the queen's speech and 
our brains just aren't built to understand things exponentially. Yeah. Nora, be quiet. Sorry, my dog. <laughs> she's giving her. She's giving her input. Um, we we've evolved to be able to have a conscious understanding, but subconsciously our brains are kind of processing this in a linear fashion, aren't they? So they're saying, so the brain, our brain's kind of trying to deal with our fight, flight, freeze response. So it thinks that we are under threat. So no wonder we're exhausted because we're constantly going, okay, we need to do something. We need to do something. We need to respond. We need to respond. But our conscious brain is going, but there's nothing we can do. So we're having this kind of internal subconscious conscious battle about kind of what's going on at the minute. And we need to kind of be able to understand that before we start thinking about motivation because we need to be patient and, and allow us some, some time of adjustment, I think. Yeah. Um, there's going to be people out there who will have been breezing this. They'll be thinking, this is amazing. Like, I've finally got the time to do what I want. This is finally the opportunity I've needed. And then you're going to have the other people who perhaps their whole life has been turned on the sixpence and feels quite chaotic and they feel quite out of control. Yeah. So it's about kind of understanding the science behind that, I guess, before you start thinking about motivation and being patient with yourself. And I think like we, I literally just had this conversation um, with one of our diamond ladies, uh, which is one, of mm. one, and she says, I'm just exhausted. I fall off yeah. the wagon, my eating's all over the place. Mm. And I think mm. a lot of people just feel so tired recently. Yeah. And she said it's because of that mental and emotional strain. But mm. no one ever talks about that. Like no one ever helps you to understand like you've just clearly put, you know, we're in fight or flight and that uses so much energy, doesn't it? And, and even, you know, just trying to understand again, the importance of routine. So when I did that interview the other day and I said, routine is your best friend right now, whether you are on your own or in a unit, it's so true because a lot of our routine going back to the occupational therapy stuff is built up of semi automatic behaviors and habits so we we go through our lives sometimes on autopilot so when that routine is turned upside down autopilot disappears and you have to start consciously thinking again about what you're doing yeah. and that in itself can be tiring yeah yeah and and the natural transitions you go through so if you think about when you get up in the morning you get up you get out of bed you brush your teeth you have your coffee whatever it might be those are semi-automatic you don't have to put much thought into that yeah. But now if you've suddenly got to think, oh, hang on a minute, I've got a work call at nine, but my workspace is no longer here. I've got to move it to there. And the kids need to be able to do their Joe Wicks thing at nine o'clock as well. Suddenly you're thinking about a million different things, which previously was just easy to, to flow through. Yeah. It takes energy to think new things, new thoughts. That's a, one of the biggest energy um, expenditures we have nowadays, isn't yeah. it? Thinking yeah. of a new way of doing things. But also, yeah, go on, carry on, Chrissy. Well, I was, I was going to say, so that you combine that kind of energy that's going out on thinking versus also the energy within you that's anxious. So you have these two energies, one that's kind of preparing you to respond, one, of you, one that's kind of knackering you out. Yeah. So depending on which one you're kind of listening to, that can also determine how you set up yourself for the day. Yeah. So I think, you know, when we're thinking a bit, a little bit about motivation, particularly from the occupational therapy point of view, humans are, are wired to do. We are 
the most evolved. We are, we have a nervous system, we have internal thinking. <laughs> I'm the most evolved. Yeah, you're, you can put that on your CV bag. <laughs> but we are, we are set up to do, we're set up to act. So intrinsically, we have this need, this biological need to do. And at the minute, that is now being confused with what to do. So there's a lot of confliction going on internally that normally we wouldn't have to think about. So it's really important to be patient and kind of compassionate towards yourself at this point. I love that patient and compassionate because it's, mm. it's things that we don't often tend to do. We just beat ourselves up so much. Oh, I haven't done this and I haven't done that. And, we, and then that, again, affects our motivation because they're yeah. not good things, isn't it? I think also we need to acknowledge the situation that we're in and accept what's going on and accept that we can't control the coronavirus. All we can control is our own environment. Because exactly. yeah. that's so um, energy draining. Trying to control every single, oh my God, I've got to go down to the doctors today. Da, 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 da. And then you're mm. trying to worry about controlling everybody else. So that depletes you so much. So I think this is brilliant that we're understanding that we need to control our mm. energy levels before we even look at motivating. Yeah. And, and I was talking to a friend the other day who spends a lot of time kind of planning and, and feeling, having that need to feel in control. And she said, it's actually been quite liberating to not have control because actually then you are free to design your life within the environment that you're in. Yeah. And just flipping that mindset from feeling out of control and there's nothing I can do to actually, I can only do what I can do. So let's focus yeah. on that. Um, and I think mindset here is what's really going to be powerful for motivation. Yeah. yeah. And I think also, because like, if you used to go to the gym or you used to go to classes <laughs> and now you're switching to, well, I've got to work out at home and I've got to go for a walk. It's like, number one, a lot of us don't like change, do we? I mean, we resist it yeah. quite a bit. Humans like, humans like to be predictable. They like to have, to know what's going on a lot of the time. Yeah. It kind of reinforces that rest and digest nervous system response that we, that we like. And that's kind of what we want to work towards is through adjusting to that new norm. Mm -hmm. We need to take this period, like you said, Baz, accept kind of what, what's happening. It's, it's out of our control and work towards being able to manage it as best we can yeah. and what you said there laws about um what you usually enjoy about exercise so that comes back to again the thoughts that humans have around why they do things what's the meaning behind it yeah. so if you're asking yourself so let's take exercise so why do you exercise some people exercise because they enjoy the social that's probably why I enjoy CrossFit so much. Yeah. Some people exercise because it allows them to let off frustration. Some people exercise because it gives them escapism. Some people exercise to enjoy nature. Some people exercise for their health. Yeah. So when you understand the kind of core values behind why you're exercising, mm. then you, you are better informed for yourself as to why you would like to exercise in the new environment and what potentially could be the barriers. Yeah, all of the above for me. That's really interesting because I know I go to CrossFit to like escape from this place and also yeah. so I don't have to think about the business. Don't get me wrong, I love Rock Solid and I love all my clients and I love everybody, but sometimes you need that time. And that yeah. was my meaning, you know, like as you say, my core values. But now yeah. it's like 
well, oh, I haven't got that. And we don't automatically think about adapting, do we, sometimes? Because, yeah. And then when you, when you, then that comes back to the power of mindset, doesn't it, then? So yeah. then you start generating this I miss mindset. So I miss the social. I miss the competition. I miss the barbell. I miss whatever it is that's accessible and easy and your normal automatic behaviors. And then you generate that more negative stance on the, on the situation that's in front of you. Whereas actually, if you think about what is available and start looking for opportunity within it. So for me, I was saying, why does 40 kilos feel like 80 kilos at home? You know, what, why is that? But it's an opportunity for my body and my mind to be tested in a different environment, which is only going to benefit me when I return to the norm because, you know, my sensory discrimination of objects is going to be different. I'm going to have trained in different environments. I'm not going to have anyone clapping me. In fact, I've got my neighbours going, what on earth are you doing at eight o'clock in the morning? <laughs> but, me, but meaning is so important. So my advice would be when thinking about motivation, think about why you're doing the exercise in the first place. Break it down. And then, and then start addressing what you can address within that at home. Yeah. Do you know what? That's so true. I've, like, our weights in our gym feel like they're a thousand kilos compared to when I go to the box. We've said exactly the same. Every, every time. Different yeah. the weight. I think it, for me, our gym's a lot smaller than the box. So I think yeah. it's about air pressure. Air pressure's compressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not enough oxygen. Exactly. <laughs> Just as that, like, I could take a look out of you for when I said, when you get higher up a ladder, you feel like gravity is heavier and you laughed at me and you've just made that statement. Yeah, but I, I was being serious. I was taking the mic. You was being deadly serious about climbing the ladder. Gravity's heavier the higher you go. But that's, I like that. Because also as well, we're in a routine when we go to the gym and now we're like, oh, it's like we're starting off again. It's like, hold mm. on, else. What's this all about? Do you know what I mean? I've got yeah. a TV screen on. Or... You have to think. Yeah. You go to yeah. a class, you don't think, I go in there, yeah. the place just goes, right, this, 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 or Nikki just goes, this, this, this is what you got to do. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I'll just do that. Yeah. And I was like, right, I've got to, um, right, what, what, um, I'll tell you what, can't yeah. be bothered. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And that's where the emotion goes. Yeah, and I think it's you, you kind of need to start recognizing your own barriers when it comes to that mentality, don't you? And there's not just the physical barriers of I haven't got space, I haven't got time, I've got my family around me, I can only walk once a day, I can only do A, B, C, D. There's the mental barriers of, um, you know, oh, I can't be bothered or I'm too tired or this exercise isn't going to benefit me or I was following a program and I can't do that anymore. So yeah. focusing on kind of your own self-talk will give you insight. If you can observe how you're talking to yourself about motivation and the, and the exercise, you'll start kind of learning more about where you can address things. I love that. Absolutely. That's, yeah, that's that's I think really self, self-talk is massive. Love what you just said. Mm. Massive. Whatever we say, the questions we ask ourselves in our mind, yeah. the answers we're going to get back. So if yeah. we say, like, why can't I do this? Oh, that's why, that's why, that's why. So I think mm. that's self-talk is so, such a powerful tool we could use to motivate ourselves to doing stuff. Yeah, so reframing, isn't it? And, and saying instead of I miss, it's, well, I can. 
um, looking around, what resources do I have available? I was just looking at the, um, sorry, non-crossfitters, but the, the CrossFit workout that we're doing to support, support your box. And I don't have the dumbbell weight. And on there it said you can use jugs of water, you can use baked beans, you can use whatever. And a little bit of ego in me was like, but I don't want to do that. I want to do the weight as it's prescribed. And then I kind of caught myself and was like, why are you doing this? You're doing this just to move. You're doing this to be part of your community and you're doing this to support your box. You're not doing it to score well. You're not doing it to push yourself to the limits. And just observing my own talk around that has been really powerful and actually re-motivating me. That is, that's, I mean, that's so advanced, like, to be able to do that. Do you know what I mean? And I, I love mm -hmm. that. How, I know we're going to get into tips and everything at the moment, but just while we're on this bit, I think this is important. How do you start to recognize that little voice in you? Because I think so many of us live in our thoughts and in our head and we just think, well, that's the way I am. But how do, we, how do you even start to address that if, if you're listening to Christy and us and you're going, oh, I have that voice. You know, it's like, how do we start to challenge that or even listen to it? I think any time that you start beginning a sentence with I or me, listen closely because that is often the most automatic yeah. thinking that you'll ever have because that's like you said we live in ourselves it's i i am me yeah. i am doing this i am an occupational therapist i am a female i am a worker i am a student these roles that we fill ourselves with yeah. all begin with i so when you're waking up in the morning the first thing you probably say to yourself or think to yourself is i'm tired or I'm feeling good today. Yeah. So start observing the I ams, see okay. kind of what's being said. And journaling is a really powerful tool as well. For those of you who feel able or confident or even want to try, use journaling as a way to kind of documenting some of the I ams. And then you can observe them. And it's easier to observe them on paper than it is trying to observe them in your own mind. Yeah. Meditation's really good for that. Um, and mindfulness is really good for that. However, like you said, sometimes that can feel a bit advanced or a little bit technical. So just jotting down a few of your I ams, I would say is a good, powerful start to observing your thoughts. Because they say we have like 70,000 thoughts a day. I mean, I don't know who counted that. Yours is more like 170,000. <laughs> Mine's more like seven at the minute, I think. <laughs> what can I eat? What can I eat again? What can I eat before I go to bed? <laughs> But we only really have a constant few thoughts that we pay attention to. So maybe, you know, as you said, if you're listening and you're coming up with the same ones, you need to write them down and look at them. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Oh, I love I that. think also sometimes, po I mean, if you're creative and you like colour, good post-it notes, good highlighters, stick them on your mirror, stick them on your fridge. And then every time you go to those places that you go to every day, three or four times a day, you can challenge those and, and be able to see them and reflect back on your thinking. Love it. No, that's mm. awesome. No, I love that. Yeah. Thank you for that. I think that was really important for people to hear. So come on then, let's have some strategies. Do you have some, ooh, some strategies around how to do this? Yeah, so I think we need to, again, focus on the why. So make sure you've got your whys available. Make sure they're a good narrative and you know why you're doing something. If you're at home on your own, sometimes 
that can be a benefit and sometimes that can feel like a bit of a hindrance and if being social with exercise is something that you enjoy and that's likely what you're missing we've got to look at strategies as to how you can get that social so I mean my friends yesterday were playing badminton over the garden walls with their neighbors um you know adapt and overcome however if you're more of a social person that enjoys your community that you're already training with like crossfit you know use the technology we've got the house party apps we've got the zoom apps we've got the home workouts don't be afraid to contact your friends and say guys are you missing this are you are you missing the social you know create some challenges within your friendship and training groups and i think that's a fun way to get that social back again yeah. um i don't know about you guys i mean you 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 two are very motivated to train together and another barrier at home sometimes is you might be around people who don't actually value exercise or the social within exercise and again that kind of comes back to the why and i was chatting to someone the other day and they were saying i don't understand why they don't just want to do it with me and i said well you, you don't want to sit there and do what they're doing either you know we all have our different reasons but try and create a fun activity so if if it's crossfit that you enjoy or if it's exercise you enjoy think about what you could be doing to exercise that's fun and if you've got kids and people at home that necessarily don't like the traditional exercise quiet nora think about a lot to say (laughs) she has got a lot to say i'm sorry um but think about maybe just chucking on a fun playlist or if you want to do joe wicks with the kids or if you want to do a treasure hunt around the garden or if you want to do your hours exercise outside all together you know be creative with it there's lots of different ways with that I love that. Um, that just helps with your why as well, doesn't it? Yeah. So you don't have to lose that community. But what happens if someone's struggling with their why? Well, I think sometimes initiation is half of the problem, isn't it? If we, like you said, Baz, sometimes when you think of all the things you've got to do before you even do it, and then you kind of demotivate yourself. So I think taking initiation out of it, and maybe not questioning the why, but questioning the do almost. So what have you got accessible to you? Have that stuff next to you ready to go. So have your trainers at the front door, have your exercise kit where, wherever it can be. Eliminate that thought of should I, shouldn't I? Because if you can just do and crack on, you're likely to get on with it. Have your playlists ready, those types of things. I know, who is it that says the five-second rule? I can't think of her name. Amy Cuddy? No. Oh, I can't think of her name. But she says that there's a five-second rule. Yeah. And if you don't make the decision in five seconds, you're not going to make it at all. If you take action on that decision yeah. in five seconds, then, then that little yeah. voice starts, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. starts coming in. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's really hard, isn't it? Because a lot of people talk about mental discipline in this time and mental resilience in this time. And yes, they're all skills that actually when we look back in a few months and we look back and we go, I've learned a lot and actually I managed to overcome quite a lot. They're really hard right now to to put into practice. So on the flip side of actually just doing it, you also have to address what the barriers are to the just bit. You know, just is one of those words, isn't it? Like. Yeah it denotes such an ease when actually just doing something can feel like the weight of the world. So again, it comes back to the power of talking, but also the power of procrastination and avoidance. So what is in the way of the just? So for me, openly admit, you know, social media, 
if you don't have those barriers put in, you can quite easily flop on the sofa. Oh, I'll quickly have a look at that blog or I'll quickly look at what's going on in it on Instagram or whatever. Before you know it, your window of opportunity is gone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and also this all ties back to your I am statement. So if you are finding that you've, you've lost your wine, you've lost your way, you can all, all, you can start to question, well, why have I done that? And then listen to the thing that comes up and journal that as well. So, and something else that's really powerful within structure is scheduling activity. So a lot of people will be saying, I just don't have the time now I'm home. And that might feel really, really well, uh, really, really right. But actually, are you challenging that? Are you doing a time audit internally in your mind of what actually you're doing? Is there space? Is there scope? Or are you telling you this, yourself this story and actually reaffirming it by procrastinating behaviours? Mm, yeah. But also, yeah. do you think when we think we've got a task to do, in our head that task is going to take x amount of time yeah realistically when you do it it only takes about five minutes but in my head that task was going to take me about an hour to do yeah and that's a lot of that is because we're we're thinking about the thinking again um but there's opportunity everywhere isn't there so here she is Um, there's opportunity everywhere to exercise i had a friend that every time she went to the toilet she did 10 squats love it every every day not what I mean, <laughs> she might have advanced after <laughs> who knows, but you know, there's opportunity everywhere, and it's about training your brain to just make use of the time that you have, yeah, and that can feel exhausting. So, right again, writing down what you've got planned for the day, where's your window of opportunity, let's try and fit something in within that. Love that. I know, like, within 365 at the moment, which is our community, we're doing um, this thing called Active Action April. So we're getting mm-hmm. active for April. We're doing group workouts with the guys, but we're also giving them an exercise planner. And we've asked them to be specific on what they're going to do, but we've also asked them what time of day they're going to do it and how long yeah. they're going to take to do it. And then at the bottom, we've asked them, how are you going to feel after it? So even before they've done the exercise, put down how you're going to feel after it. And it just encompasses everything that you, you were talking about. It's, it's that yeah. visualisation, pre-framing what you're going to do. Because a lot of us, if we're not really into exercise as like a, a passion of yours, and we know we need to do it for a health reason, every yeah. association we've got of exercise is hard work, it's going to hurt, I'm going to feel pain and stiff and sore. All these associations I've got, and that's just going to push you so far away yeah. from doing the do. But if we can start putting positive affirmations onto that exercise, yeah. that task for what we're going to do, it's a, it's a game changer. Go to bed thinking about, I'm going to feel X, Y, and Z after the exercise and see how you feel then. Love it. Because how many people do we know that they say just starting is the hardest bit? Once you've done it, Everyone, you know, everyone feels amazing. I mean, you, you might get the odd person who might, might not, but I think that a lot of the general consensus is, well, once I actually got it done, I felt really good and the endorphin rush and, you know, you feel like you've worked on that pit, bit of yourself that you've perhaps been neglecting a little bit. Yeah. And I think another thing that's really important as another barrier is comparison, particularly when you're looking at social media and you see Joe Bloggs doing their fourth workout of the day and they're eating all healthy and you think oh I just that feels so far from where I am right now that can demotivate you so much so be mindful of who you're following and what you're following and just tell yourself that they that might be the only thing that they have to do today yeah yeah 
and, and it might go on when we walked yeah. into the CrossFit box and saw you, it was like, oh my God, are we going to be lifting that? Are we going to be doing that? But it's seeing you and talking to you about it and then thinking, how long have you been doing that? And not yeah. just it's your first time doing it as well. So it's understanding where you are on your journey and where yeah. the people are you're seeing are on their journey as well. Definitely. And, then, and again, it comes back to what you're telling yourself. And, you know, we spoke a little bit about outside of this about the difference between motivation and inspiration yeah so what you know what inspires you to do the exercise you know is it some is it a person is it a goal is it to have the best health is it to lose weight you know there's internal and external reasons push and pull factors don't be afraid to kind of look for inspiration Yes. You know, don't look, don't look for reasons to become demotivated. Look at people and go, well, look at them go, actually, you know what? I'm going to start. Yes. And starting yes. is the, 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 the way to go. And motivation doesn't come by do, not doing it. Motivation only builds once you start. So yes. if you want to be motivated, you've got to start. Yes. And it doesn't matter where you start. No. Motivation comes from momentum. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. But the propelling force. Exactly. Oh. And it, as I say, it doesn't matter. We had one lady who um, she was on one of our courses and she was like, oh, cross trainer, I can do only do one minute 30. And we were like, well, that's great. You can do one minute 30. Next week, can you do one minute 35? And she was like, yeah. So she did that. And then she got motivated. And by the end of it, she was doing 12 minutes. Yeah. And, and, and think about what you're measuring your achievement on. So, you know, the traditional measurements tend to be scales or weight, weight measurements or um, metric measurements of some kind or I'm lifting heavier. When actually, let's adjust that for the environment that we're in right now. Yeah. Okay, so my measurement is I actually feel better or I feel less stressed or I feel more able to cope or I feel good for being outside. Nora. Sorry, guys. So for you guys... I'm going to let her out. And That's all right. So for you guys that are listening on podcasts, Nora is actually um, Christy's dog and she is a Dalmatian. She is gorgeous. <laughs> Challenges of homeworking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think, um, yeah, adapt what you're measuring your success on. Look at the goals that you want to achieve and let's look at exercises as one of the pillars actually of getting through this. Yeah. You know, resilience relies on exercise, physical and mental exercise, relies on good sleep, it relies on good nutrition, and exercise is a big part, but also still just a part. So yeah. if you feel that exercise has gone out the window for the day, what other health values are there? You know, if that's why you're exercising is because of your health, could you perhaps make sure make look at your nutrition for that day? Yeah, yeah. No, I love you know, it. There's different ways to look at it when you're when you understand your why. Yeah, I, and it's all coming back to that why and these values, isn't it, which motivates you. I love that. Any other strategies that we haven't touched on, do you think? I think making, yeah, being prepared, scheduling your activities, eating well is another one. You yeah. know, fuel your body. You're not likely to want to or feel motivated to exercise if you are eating poorly or drinking a lot of caffeine or feeling perhaps a little bit hungover because you've indulged a little bit because why not? I don't have to drive tomorrow. 
Um, so be mindful of what you're eating as well. Yeah. Um, I'm not to say control it too much because actually now's the time, like I say, to be compassionate. Yes. Um, so don't put too much pressure on yourself. Mindful of social media, what you're comparing yourself, get some inspiration. So look for what inspires you. And my, my biggest one is have the right playlist, have the right music around. Love this it. is your one time. You don't have to listen to the dross in the gym that Chase, I mean, anybody plays. <laughs> Was that dross? <laughs> Having said that, I'm a little bit like uh, Chase, you know, I actually like the old 80s stuff. I train to the Rocky Four soundtrack. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So find what works for you and see it as, if you want to sit there and listen to S Club 7 whilst you're dancing around your living room because that's your exercise go for it you're never going to be able to do that in a gym <laughs> i love that i love you that you never know if you come to my gym <laughs> yeah well bad you and i can train together <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's on your playlist what's one of the songs on your playlist see i'm a bit of a drum and bass fiend okay. so yeah we don't get to listen to that much at the box so for me that's definitely something that i uh, i tip on but my neighbors aren't particularly happy about it so i have to be a bit mindful of when i'm training and blaring out drum and bass but that was, that was the old old school when i was driving around in my little fiesta bit of mickey finn bit of um oh i can't remember they, they were called now the old school yeah. drum and bass Maybe, <laughs> would that be drum and bass Oh, I don't know, Baz. I'm more of a Matrix and Future Bound kind of girl. Yeah, that's just gone straight on. Kenny Ken, Mickey Finn, the other people I used to listen to when I was a wee young lad driving around. Do you really like having the 80s on it? 80s is my favourite at the moment. Any 80s classics, I'm in there. You love it, don't you? Yeah. I love it. So, anything else that I don't think. Any other strategies? I think we're, uh, I think these guys have I, got a I, lot yeah. in this. I think yeah. definitely, yeah, just to re-emphasize routine, guys, turn, turn this period into your new normal, take your time with it, schedule it, make sure that you are creating those good habits. Change is the best time to initiate change. Yeah. So if you want to turn things into something that's going to benefit you, now's the time create new habits and as you say be compassionate with yourself yeah. and be patient with yourself as well yeah. you didn't get where you was before this all happened overnight and no. you know it's gonna take time so just be kind to yourself and get curious about it guys find out yeah. what, what you can do that that's a great thing to do find out what you can do as a human being what your body is capable of get curious about it learn yeah. to fail because failure is a great thing to do because that's when you're going to learn more about yourself and then adapt. And yep. drum and bass. And drum and bass. <laughs> drum and bass. And don't be afraid to ring up a mate and say, you know what, I need someone to yeah, account for me. I need someone to say, have you done ABC today? Because sometimes we need that little bit of extra support. And I know it's called social distancing, but I'm seeing it as physical distancing because we still need that social input. Yeah. So one of our mentors said to us the other day when we was on a face uh, on Instagram live, he said uh, it was a rehan, and he said we might be social distancing, but we don't need to emotional distance. Yeah, exactly. I like, Ooh, I like that one. So I've yeah. 
yeah just be- just because there's physical distance doesn't mean that you know us as humans we're social beings you know we, we like to be connected to people so don't neglect that in yourself because physically you can't be near the people that you enjoy being around absolutely i totally agree oh christy this has been amazing thank you so much now if having me. the guys are listening and they're like oh i want to know a bit more where can they find out more about you? Sell yourself, Christy. Yeah. Go on, sell yourself. <laughs> that used to mean something different, Baz. Um, <laughs> I head to my website, so www.coachingwithchristy.co.uk. I also have my own Instagram page, Coaching with Christy, and Facebook as well. So more than happy to answer any questions. If anybody wants to get in touch, feel free to drop me a message. I'm available. I promise Nora won't disrupt. So yeah, get in touch, guys. I'm happy to help. Excellent. Awesome. Yeah, guys, please make sure you do reach out and go and follow Christy as well. Um, because yeah, I mean, she's dropped some absolute knowledge bombs and some <laughs> here today. And I know that, you know, these guys have got something from that. We're all getting love hearts and likes and shares. Um, thank you, Christy. What an amazing talk. There you go. Oh, brilliant. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening in, guys. If you found this useful, please support us on iTunes or Spotify. Give us a rating and review us. It helps us so much in what we are doing. You can also find us on Facebook at Rock Solid Health. This is what we're all about. We're all about growing this community as big as we possibly can to help as many people as we can so they can become happy and healthy. (laughs) 